What up, what up, what up? Uh, damn, it's been so long since I said that, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, welcome to uh, a different <laughs> Words with Wade podcast. I, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. The... Wait for it. Didn't I say I wasn't going to do this? I'm, I'm doing the same shit. I just literally said I wasn't going Wade Blogs. Joining me, everybody's via satellite now. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the club, goddammit. <laughs> I know, right? Everybody's via satellite. Um, we have Scan, as always. Yeah, I'm here. He talker. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> That's just going to be your thing every damn time, isn't it? <laughs> Street walker. No, it's not. <laughs> Nah, scan. I'm here. You know, <laughs> website. You're not on the website. Nah, not right now. <laughs> not yet. I got to that point. Not yet. Don't don't do that. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. You ever see that meme that says the Hunger Games? It says you think you're gonna be the Hunger Games, but in reality, you're gonna be walking the street. Oh, I'm telling you. Oh man, and of course, on on GTA. So. Uncut Nation, um, it's been a while since we talked to y'all. Um, the last episode I recorded, it was like a 10-minute episode letting y'all know what's going on. Um, you're in the world today, so you know the coronavirus, COVID-19, um, all that stuff they call it, it's really um, crippled the world. Uh, we, As most places are, we're quarantined somewhat. Uh, Not us essential workers. Thank yeah. you very much. Yes, if you're not an essential worker, you're probably quarantined to your home for the duration of this corona. Um, Real quick, go ahead. Shout out, shout out to the medical professionals, uh-huh. the grocery staff, uh-huh. the deliverers, Word. Whether, whether it's UPS, FedEx, Amazon, uh, Instacart. Like janitors, the the sanitation, Uber drivers, yeah, Uber drivers, all y'all that are still moving and and shaking at this point to make sure that shit keeps rolling. We appreciate y'all. I call y'all. I call y'all my frontline soldiers, yo. Y'all are uh, y'all look. Y'all make a difference. But you know what though? Maybe it'll show the appreciation for that because now. This is a scenario that nobody could predict was going to actually happen and realistically. And now those are the people that we kind of like rely on, but yet yeah. risking themselves at the same too. time. You yeah, know? truck drivers too. My bad. I didn't want to leave out the truck drivers, um, people working on the railroads, all of that. Yeah, my baby sister, my youngest sister, she's a nurse at a, at a, um, a hospital in Norfolk. So she tells me, like, I knew about the whole quarantine maybe a couple of days before. She told me she got one of those letters, and she was like, hey, this is what's going on, so it's coming soon. So Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I got, a, I got a couple of heads up as well. And, and, like, literally, I think around when they first, like, when they closed the schools for two weeks, mm-hmm. and I think that was, like, a Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, you know, the days is kind of running together at this point. Right. <laughs> right, yeah. But that Saturday morning, I was in the grocery store buying everything to be able to 
be in the house for 30 days without anything. And people was like, oh, you tripping. I'm like, no, I'm not. That shit coming. Like, and what's and the worst thing? You have extra supplies now if it wasn't the scenario? Like, that's not a bad thing. It's not like it really went to yeah. waste if that's the case. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I was like, at some point, it's going to get used anyway. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. Honestly, just now like, you're just ahead of the game. Right. Doing this, well, let's, let's back up a second because a lot of y'all haven't heard the last episode. Like I said, it was a quick 10 minute episode and I explained to everyone what's going on. But let's let's remind people um, why we're recording the podcast this way. Um, for those who don't know, we record the podcast on the campus of a university. And because of this situation, all universities are closed. Everybody's via satellite. Right. Yeah. So, and they're going to be closed for a while. <laughs> um, probably until, I think, the date we have now is what, June 10th? I think it's the no, date. No, that's June 30th. June 30th? Well, the stay at home order for that I last saw was June 10th as far as stay at home. But schools, every school in the state, that we're in um, is closed for the rest of the academic year. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they possibly will not be going to school until September. There's talks of sending them to summer school and that being the makeup portion and then school starting and them coming back around for the rest of their year. Hmm. Or some people saying, well, technically we'll just quote unquote start school early and end school early, which in my opinion doesn't change anything. Like if if y'all want to consider it summer school, then so be it. But the time that's been missed, like the three, four months, and y'all they do that over the summer and then go right into their regular school week, well, school session for the now um, in September, then I don't see an issue with that. To me, I think that would help some of the school staff as well as the kids have a better transition to their next grade their learning, so on and so forth. Every, and I hate to say this, but it's the truth. Every parent is not taking the time with their kids during this period to try to keep them educated, keep them involved, keep them on a schedule, anything like that. And I'll, I'll point the finger at myself as well. I'm a little guilty from time to time. I, I, I relax all. I, I fall back from it because it's a little difficult because I'm still working from home. So during the time frame that I'm working, I have to have them engaged in something that can keep their attention mm-hmm. without asking me questions because I have to keep my attention on my job. So I can't have them doing certain schoolwork at that point in time because when they have a question, they're going to come try to ask me and I don't have the time to sit down and try to figure out, you know, the, 
the answer or the best approach to help them. So that becomes an issue. So they get downtime uh, probably a little more than they would, you know, in the structured school system. Yeah, definitely. I think for me, um, I have older kids, you know, my oldest. And Lucky I hate- motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Because this is such a unknown situation. Like, we've never experienced this in the history of the world, I'm assuming. And, um, like, my daughter, my daughters, they look at dad like dad knows everything. Dad's smart. So they ask me questions. But Glasses. I don't have the answers for. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, dad, when is this going to be over? Hey, dad, when can I go back to school? Hey, dad, this is, I'm like, I don't know. Just sit down. Just sit down. Yeah. Well, how about for me, I still have to go to work for eight hours. Mm. And I have two kids who are not in school. Yes, one is 18 and the other one is nine. But the 18-year-old is still at towards the end of her senior year. And she Uh still has to maintain her actual grades as well. And why is this her responsibility to be over her brother to make sure he's doing his stuff as well? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm running now into a place where, like, Friday, like, I really tried to manage from work trying to get my son logged into a website that the kids have to uh, log on to every day or your name, your family name gets reported to a social worker. Wow. Wow. So imagine, and then I don't have, I have help, but I don't have help. Like I could take my son somewhere, but that person doesn't have Wi-Fi. His booklet is mainly connected to doing something that's an online program. You feel me? So it's like, so how do you, how do you manage that? Because we're considered as essential workers. Some of us are not getting additional pay for coming in to still to work. Now, I could not come to work, but I'm not going to get paid if I don't go to work. And you know what the crazy thing is? As um, a homegirl of mine posted on a page that my quote-unquote essential paycheck still looks like my regular paycheck. And yeah. I am of the opinion that at this particular time, the people who are genuinely essential personnel that for whatever reason, their job cannot shut down the same as you scan. Mm -hmm. Like you literally have to get in your car and risk your life to go to your destination to do your job. There should be something. Yeah, I agree. And it, and it, and it's sad to say that we trading somebody's health for right. finance. Right. That's that's the that's the fucked up part. But if you're gonna risk it, it's just like give an incentive. Give me a yeah, reason for me to still step out this door every day. Because exactly. it's already enough that I got a battle with the thought process of me stepping out the door every day to go to a place that still has no open no option of opening of windows. <laughs> and then on top of it, you see other people are going home and being able to work from home, but you're still there because you're part of management. See, that's the crazy point. See, is this is the type of things that people don't get to really hear about. Those little stories about companies that really still don't really give a shit. Like, for real, for real. Like, that's how I kind of feel about it. Because my company, I'm not going to lie, they, they did kind of roll out 
kind of late when it came to trying to get motherfuckers to start working from home. And like people were already at home <laughs> working when we started. It was you know? the same. It was the same thing with mine. It was right. literally so the just same. Just to get back on top of that, you know, <laughs> that's that's what I find is the difficult part is managing the kids when I still have to go to work where before at least they were in school at the time that I was working. And then when I got off, it was only an hour after they got home anyway. So you just deal with homework. Now I'm dealing with a full curricular, like a full layout of the adjustment. I'm not going to a lie is has been difficult. Well, see, my daughter, my oldest is still taking college classes. Like colleges are still going on. They're doing their classes online. Mm-hmm. What she was telling me was that, um, they're not doing grades anymore. You don't get like an A, B, C, or D. You pass, either pass or fail. Right. Like they set it up yeah. to where, I guess, I'm sorry, wait, in circumstances, you're fine. Um, you either pass or fail. Like she has a paper she has to do that. And she's asking me questions about And I'm like, you're still doing classes? She's like, yeah, we're just doing everything online. And it's either pass or fail. You can get a, a 69, which for us was an F. Yeah, that's an F. If you get a 60, you passed. I was like, shit. What the fuck? Yeah, they've changing the standards. It's wild because and it's so it's so so broken up, which is gonna do nothing but cause more confusion. I know I know a lot of college campus transition to online classes really quick. Like that that quick response, it was just like, I look, you still in school, my area the public schools, I feel they've done fairly well also. I have a co-worker that let me know in their area, teachers ain't grading no more. Mm-hmm. It's like all all of the curriculum that got sent out and even still being sent out like the day-to-day, you know, uh, video chats or video assignments or anything that they log into – the teachers no longer have to grade it. It's no longer a, a pass or fail. Really? It's, it's just schoolwork that's being sent. Are you and sure? The, because and, they're telling us our, their grade is passed. But see, but like see that's graded. But see, that's what I'm saying, Scan. Like, we we in different cities. That's mm-hmm. true. But even within cities that I'm in, this this is between the city and the county. Mm. Like the county is doing something different than the city that I'm in. So the right. county is like, I in this particular county, I this is what we doing. In the city, this is what we doing. It's about to be so much disconnection and different levels of learning that's really going to put the kids in a position, parents and teachers, where the aftermath is just going to be like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. A lot of this, the recovery, because it's going to be recovery. America's been through things before. We've been things in our lifetime. Things are going to change. But the recovery time from this, like you said, the aftermath is going to be mm-hmm. crazy. Just think about like your situation, Scan. Like your daughter is set to graduate. But because yep. of this, does she graduate next year? Do they have a special ceremony? How how does this work? Yeah, that's exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, and on top of that, I just feel bad for seniors. Period, because it's kind of they're like dropped off at the end, and like, all right, it's on you. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like off the whim. You know what I mean? They're not. They weren't prepared for that. And then for them to have to now be responsible really for themselves. And the reason why I say that is because there's parents like me who still have to go to work. Right. So, you know, how, and yes, I could do stuff after work, right? But at the same time, that's still eight hours of the day, at least for my son. That aggravation is completely different when it comes to late afternoon trying to go through full curricular, you know, activity and assignments compared to starting first thing in the morning and knocking that shit out the way. Why else did they start school in the morning? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, other than that, I'm doing okay. I just for the first time started wearing something to cover my face going outside because I don't like the odds and the numbers. Now, there are a lot of people who are seem to be cured or have healed from having it. So that's a good thing. Um, but shit's still a little scary out there. It's a little weird seeing people out there with masks and gloves and these barriers that they have now, you between you and the cashier and yes. plastic wrapped around the counter and you yep. know, you go into Kroger, you gotta stand in line to wait for a cart. Because they're gonna literally ask you what cart you need and then they give it to you because they're trying to avoid a full crowd of people coming in together at the same time. Oh, Walmart yeah. has now cut off the time amount of people that can be in the store. Can't be yeah. no more than fifty people, including staff. Now, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. It is a lot. Well, see, me, I normally order groceries through um a service that delivers groceries, but they mm -hmm. always seem to mess up on some things on my order. So what only <laughs> happens is I always order groceries, and then I actually go to the grocery store and get the things they messed up on. So like, yeah, it's crazy, but I had to do it. Um, so like the little, they always mess with the pack of chicken. You know the little pack of chicken that come like five drumsticks? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They always mess it up. Just How do you mess up the small pack? They always mess it up. So I always have to end up going to the store and buying chicken. Like, there is no meat anywhere. Like going to any of these grocery stores locally, the meat section is empty. <laughs> nope. If you go to Piggly Wiggly where I live at, they got still five or 20 packs. <laughs> Rack up in that section, homie. Yeah, I'm not going to the um the farmers market over there. But I was look, like, I'm look, scan, scan, telling you right, like because yep. a lot, a lot of the places that people normally wouldn't go because that's they're where not, they need to go because they're not <laughs> a certain level mm -hmm. in the community. Mm -hmm. like, you know, they're not high profile. Oh, I don't trust they shit. Nah, them the people that still. Their their shelves are still packed. They still have plenty of shit. It look, ain't weird about going into the store. You know what I mean? Like it's still running regularly in there. Yeah, there's a piggly wiggly. Not a problem here. I might have to go check them out. I know I went to I went funny store. I went to a, um, a Kroger. I Google like Kroger, like closest Kroger, or whatever. And it was a neighborhood I'd never been to, mostly Caucasian Kroger, and they had everything. I was like, oh, is this what y'all doing? <laughs> this is what y'all doing. Right. Everything's yep. They chilling. They chilling. But they, they were packed like nothing happened. Like, the people were wearing shorts and T-shirts. And this was last weekend. Like, it was a regular day. And I was like, really? Y'all just not concerned. All right. <laughs> All right. Like, I, like, I don't want to feed into the conspiracies around it because there's a thousand conspiracies. And I know I'm conspiracy theory wave. But I also think that even if I don't believe in the whole thing, I got kids. <laughs> so I'm going to do what I have to do to protect them. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. 
I would hate for my ignorance to get me sick and then I get them sick. True. <laughs> Agree. So I'm just going to do what I have to do to make sure they're good. Right. Yeah. Couldn't say it any better myself, sir. A lot of that shit is bad. It, it, it's like, like I said, like I was telling y'all before we started, this morning I got up. What, I, what I'd like to do to keep my little sanity is I'll get up early in the morning. I'll drive like Burger King or Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> or something. Get me something. That's it. The streets are so deserted. It looks so empty out. And I live by a military base. And, you know, I guess they closed the base, too. Like, it looks so deserted out here. Like, it, it does. I ain't gonna lie. I've never noticed how easy it was to go across HRBT for right now. It is no traffic in the tunnel. None. <laughs> None. Straight up. Straight None. up. In the history. This is the best the time history. to fucking go anywhere across the water. Okay? Even if you're not supposed to. See, for listeners, I know if y'all ain't from here, let me tell you something. We got this tunnel that is always in fucking traffic for no freaking reason. To the point where it just makes people not want to go across the bridge. Like, you just going to stay on your side of the water. Doesn't matter what time of day it is. Don't try 6. Don't try 1. Don't try 11. Don't try 7. Don't try 1 o'clock in the morning. You're going to be in traffic one way or another. Yeah. Now, thing. end of days has come. End of days. <laughs> Look, we're not going that far. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, we're almost there. Sometimes yeah. you just got to... Sometimes you just got to jump out the window and get it over with. You know what's funny for for me for me personally, with this whole with this whole I guess this whole situation here, and it's supposed to last until whenever, like we said, at least June at least. Then y'all know me. I'm, yep. I'm Muslim. I still have Ramadan coming. Like April year, mm. I have Ramadan. So this is going to be really interesting because I can't do anything. You know, normally I do things before Ramadan to prepare for Ramadan. Mm-hmm. I can't do those things now. <laughs> uh oh. So, like for thirty days, I have to be away. You've been with me in these shows before. Like I'm away for thirty days. Like I can't take care of myself. If you understand what I'm saying, <laughs> before uh-huh. I can't do that. Right. Yeah. I will say I almost risked it all last night. Uh, <laughs> I am not going to lie. This girl in um about three hours away. And was mm-hmm. like, hey, you can come see me. And I was oh, like, log off the website, bro. Damn, I was like, I was like three hours away. I was like, yo, that's not that bad. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, was really really, I was making life decisions. I was like, right, right. I can do that. <laughs> but it, she must have been <laughs> worth it. Three hour ride. He was like, oh no, I might have to take that ride. Look, it's been conversations that I had with the fellas. It's like. Look, when you when you're a little younger, it's certain shit that you do and you look back on like, damn, I can't believe that. Wait, I I, I got a level with you, bro. I I can't see myself driving three hours from the point <laughs> right now. Like so I was like, you guys, you guys think I have this period. See, I have this period then, like I said, I have ramen on next. So the likelihood for me is not until June at earliest. So I'm like, I might have to risk it all just to, <laughs> just to make sure I'm right. Look. Stop, dude. Look, Stop. You, better, you better get your links right, yo. You got to get your links right. You got to get your, 
look, you gotta set your links up, get your favorites and in, in categories. <laughs> so when you're trying to get to it, you can get to it. No, I can't do that. I don't do that either. I don't do that either. Look like you spitting out juice. Oh man, I don't do that either. So I'm just sitting here struggling. Look, bruh. Um, look. So I say all this. Don't, say all this don't, don't, don't. Look, don't take this as any type of disrespect uh, at all. Allah will understand. (laughs) 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 Yo, you know what's funny? I was actually having a conversation with my daughter. I was like, well, there's talk of people actually canceling Ramadan this year. How can you cancel that? There's articles online. People are talking about, hey, we're not going because of everything that's going on. We're not going to do Ramadan. I'm like, you can't cancel. It's a religious practice. How do you cancel Ramadan? You can't cancel a holiday. (laughs) (laughs) The only holidays they have in Islam, you can't cancel a holiday. (laughs) Yo, see. That lets you know who signed up for the faith and who really not about that life. Right. <laughs> Straight up. One thing I will Man, that's crazy. Yeah. One thing I will say is because of this, we're getting a lot of, I want to say, creative outlets. Like the whole, the IG Live things that are starting to happen. Right. You know, um, I guess start, it started with, and the funny thing is that people have been doing this for a while. I know personally no DJs have done this for a while, but I guess when Be Nice did it, it took it to somewhere else. Because Be Nice started with his club quarantine, where he just, for, for at least five or six hours, he just played records. He DJed a set on Instagram, on IG Live. Mm. And like everybody, and I'm mad I missed that joint. Like I, I, I tuned in. I, Cause you know, you follow Elliot Wilson, he retweets everything. So I was like, well, let me go see what this is about. Yeah, shout out to Elliot. Me and Elliot have a quiet beef. Like I'm beefing with him, but he's he not beefing with me. Be <laughs> <laughs> quiet. That's just yeah, silent. Yeah. Like, I'm beefing with him, he don't know who I am, so <laughs> then it's just silent. It's just, it's just, you know, competition. That's all. I, I'm, he's my competition, but I'm not his. You know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm competing with you, but you don't know who I am. But anyway, <laughs> I, th- I think part of the definition of competition is it got to be too sad. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. You know, I'm on, I'm on limited bandwidth right now. <laughs> um, no, I don't want to try to look it up. Might fuck up something. <laughs> <laughs> now, Elliot knows me. We, he, follows, <laughs> he follows me on Twitter. We know each other. Um, I guess. Uh, I guess. Uh, what else? <laughs> the IG Live thing. Um, like I said, I went to the first thing, Club Quarantine, the United States. Yeah, I want to say over 100,000 people. And it was some yeah. celebrities. Oprah was there. Michelle Obama was there. People were really acting like this was a virtual club. Um, they've been stories come out of that where people have actually hooked up. Uh, it, was, it was, I guess it was a welcome escape from what's going on and when he did that it led to um swiss and tim started the versus series where they play record for record yeah. yeah record for record and a competition wherever i can tune in and because of that we've had more of these versus series um we've right. had i think who else we had we we had who else have we had i'm trying not to get to yesterday's yet who else have we had 
Um, you said the Brewster series. Guys, Swiss and Tim. We had um. Well, yesterday there was Lil John and um T Pain. Uh, I missed that. God damn it! That oh, I gotta find that. I missed that. Oh. That 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 makes sense because I know I know Swiss and Timbo was really talking about because it originally was supposed to be Scott Storch and T Pain, right? And they took T Pain off the card and gave uh Scott Storch Manny Fresh. Lil John and T Pain make more sense. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, Scott Storch and Manny Fresh. Then we had the Dream and Sean Garrett. Um, who is it? Neo and Dante Austin. Dante yeah, Austin. look, I think what really amazed a lot of people that tuned in for that battle was they didn't know that a lot of people didn't write those songs. That's the thing that I appreciate about what's going on right now more than the quote unquote the distraction from it is that. The people who wrote and actually produced the song are getting their credit. They literally have the spotlight now. You know, they're normally in the background. Whoever is actually singing the song, rapping the song, has the forefront. Now it's just like on the back end, like, oh, shit. So that joint that you attribute to Beyonce, Neo wrote. (laughs) Neo wrote the fuck out that. (laughs) <laughs> but y'all don't but, but it's like certain people who fuck with Beyonce like yo Beyonce queen this thing the third da, da, da. I don't like Neo but Neo wrote <laughs> for your favorite Beyonce song pretty much, <laughs> pretty pretty much. Well, and, they, and made the fucking beat for it and yeah. made the beat for it well that's so, all if you look at the, the Sean Garrett and Dream one they played a bunch of Beyonce each of them wrote. Look, I'm not about to take the fuck the beehive stance. But I'm just simply saying, and it's not just the beehive. What's put in front of a, a lot of people is accepted. Like fans follow blindly whoever did what. And now. It's like, hey, a lot of your favorite artist songs, they didn't write. Well, but see, the thing with that is, of course, with R&B, that's more accepted. I think it come, it becomes the whole Drake situation when we talk about rappers. I think that's the, the tarnishment on, on Drake's career when you look at, you know, his whole, and we're getting off on a tangent here, like we always seem to do. Like we always do. I was about to say, Drake put out Tussie. Drake put out Tussie Slide. He about to be a TikTok hit. Yeah, he, he's feeding into that crowd. But yeah. back to the whole Versus series, we've got one, the, the hit boy at, um, what's the guy, Bodia? I never pronounced his name right. Um, Neither do I. Yeah, so I should have paid attention. I'm about um, to say, and I fuck with music, and I can never get that nigga name right. <laughs> what I have noticed about these battles is that they're each battle seems to play a bunch of unreleased records. Like with the Dream Battle, they played the unreleased Holy Grail with instead of Justin Lake, Justin Timberlake, it was a Dream. With the battle, the Timberland, the, not Timberland, the um, the battle was yesterday. The T Pain and, and Lil John, they played an unreleased Usher and Lil John record yesterday. Yeah. 
Like, and tonight, there there was supposed to be the Teddy Riley and Babyface battle, but they postponed it that. Um, yeah. They cooking up some shit. Um, shit, who, who was the battle that released the um, unreleased Nas track? Was that, that, hit? that was the Swiss? No, no, no. I ain't talking about the, the Swiss and um, just Blaze joint. I ain't talking about that. It was another unreleased um, Nas track and somebody else. Oh fuck! I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to look for it. Okay. But none of none of that surprises me. Truthfully, I mean, at the end of the day, every artist, every single artist, has songs or concepts or features that they started. And for whatever reason, it either did not get finished, something didn't get cleared, mm-hmm. it wasn't the right feel for that particular project, etc. So to hear an unreleased song from a producer does not surprise me, especially with what's going on right now. When you want to, when you want to pull the card and like, I right, look, I got a hit, but. The hit never came to fruition mm-hmm. because of you know the red tape, mm-hmm. but boom, here you go. Now, and mark my words on this, uncut nation, y'all can quote me on this. What producers are doing with releasing unreleased music right now, or writers releasing unreleased music right now, the public is going to want. So it's going to be a demand for it. One thousand percent. Just, just like when when goddamn Swiss played that uh, that unreleased X joint with everybody on it during a blaze battle, everybody was losing their fucking minds. Like, look, we need this. When Swiss dropped his next project, everybody was expecting it to be on it, and they flat out when it wasn't, they asked him like, "Why didn't you put it on it?" He was like, "I didn't want that to overshadow the project right. because that's what everybody would have grabbed the project for." When, in all honesty, I feel like everybody went looking for that project to find that song because the project was trash. Swiss, I said it. Come <laughs> see me. Got a problem at underscore GLI. I fucking said it. That project was trash. It is what it is. But that, like, right now, what's going on? You already seen how streaming had had changed a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So now streaming along with any artists that have a studio in their house, they're still able to create content. Yes. So their streaming is about to go up because everybody is looking for music right now. Can't go to a concert. So if you got the equipment in your crib to put on a con- put on a whole show, boom, you got a platform. If you just want to go live on your channel, now, the question is, to some people, how do you generate your revenue from that? Boom. That's a good question. This, well, I think that's one reason why Drake did the, the, the Tootsie song in that manner. I mean, he shot the video. Yep. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're still going to get music through all this. We're still going to press the gear like we always do, but it's going to be an adjustment. And I think that's a great question. Like, yeah. It's easy to it's easier now for artists to put music on whatever streaming platform and let it, let it go out. But not everyone has that access. 
So exactly. I, I'm interested to see how it's gonna how we're gonna adjust. Because if this thing lasts, knock on wood, God forbid this lasts, say this lasts until September. That's a major adjustment that we're gonna have to make. We yeah. just can't for a lot of our thumbs. Yeah, for a lot of people, touring is their money maker. Yes. That's where they get the most money from is touring. Yes. So now you can't tour. So the 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 left-handed deals, the backhanded deals that you might have had with the label or whatever, it's just like I well y'all gonna take this amount of sales, it don't fucking matter to me because I'm gonna recoup it from me touring. Right. Now you gotta reevaluate that. Now you gotta find another revenue stream. You gotta figure out another way for you to make money. So a lot of the video audio shit is about to boom. It's about to be crazy. Like, case in point, I don't know if he started the shit as a joke, but as of now, Tory Lanez has the whole quarantine radio shit. Well, the funny thing about that, I can get to that, because that's one of the things that's suggested during this, this time, Tory has become like a media person now. Yep. Now I've seen other people, it's other podcasts that are doing quarantine radio, but no one has taken off like Tory has. Like, and I don't know if it's because he has guests up there or just he's a silly person, you know, with the quarantine, quarantine. Like this whole thing is, is kind of comical, but it's really, I don't think without this quarantine, that would have took off. You know what I'm saying? People no, are, it wouldn't have. People have to be on their phone. This is their only outlet to the world. I feel like there was a movie that did this. The exact scenario we're living in, was in a movie. I just can't think of what movie it was. I know. You're, you're completely right. Like, had he did that, if he did that in January, that shit not, it wouldn't have taken off. No. If he had did it, you know, in the, anytime in 2019, that shit would not have taken off. If he would have did it in February of 2020, it wouldn't have taken off. But because the timing was correct. Mm-hmm. Timing is one part of it. Yeah. But I think a lot of people didn't already had, they have, they have their uh, perception of Tory anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, either you rock with him or you don't. So now that this is going on, it's just like, he's giving more of himself and more of his character. So people are tuning in more. Right. And some opinions have changed. Yeah. I feel like some people that was rocking with him, like, I oh, know, fuck it, that nigga corny. And then some people that thought the nigga was corny is like, you know what? This is really fucking dope. This is entertaining. Let me tune in. Right. Either way it fucking goes, the next chick tape going to fucking blow. Yeah. <laughs> The question is, does he continue this after the quarantine? Because I think we're, we're if we're, if you call this thing a tunnel, I think we're past uh-huh. the halfway point. I think we're about to come out of this. This is my opinion, me being optimistic or whatever. I think we're past the halfway point. Shit, um, I think we're just getting to it. Well, see, there was a report in New York today that the, the today was the first day where the number of, of cases went down. Mm-hmm. So it's the first day it's happened. And and New York is crazy. Exactly. And New Yorkers, they showed a picture of New Yorkers just was Friday or Thursday or Friday on the subway and subway was still packed. 
Look, when I tell you, we gotta do, we gotta do. When I tell you, New York is crazy. I have a friend in the medical profession. She answered her calling. You know, they needed help. She went. She was up there for like three days and sent a video spazzing like, yo, y'all stay the fuck at home. I've never heard her cuss in my entire life. She like, yo, stay the fuck at home. This shit is fucking ridiculous. Well, a lot of it is because a lot of people can't stay at home. Like apartment complexes and mortgage companies still want their rent. You know what I mean? So you got to do what you got to do. If everybody, I know people have talked about where they're going to have it where you don't have to pay rent or we're going to get paid or whatever, but some people are not ignoring that. My complex I live in don't give a damn. They still want their rent money. So you still got to do what you got to do. Yeah, some, it, it depends. And again, this is where the inconsistency lies. Some people, well, some states and or cities, it's just like, I will fuck it. I understand you can't pay. I'm not going to put you in dire straits. Look, I'm going to suspend it for this month. It was a landlord in New York who did it. Yes. It was like, look, hey, y'all ain't, for this month, for the month of April, y'all ain't got to pay for it. I'm good. I eat that. And I genuinely feel like at this particular point, if you can do that to to help somebody else, do that. Some people are just like greedy, like really, really greedy. It's like, no, fuck it. I still want my money. I'm going to put you out. But at the end of the day, you putting them out is going to do what for your financial stance? It's not nobody else that you can sell the place to right now. Nobody else is going to move in right now. So it's not like I you getting rid of somebody who's not paying to bring in somebody who is. You just taking a loss either right. way. People just need some humanity right now. Don't exactly. Worry. There you go. That's that's the key thing. Like everything in a business right now, like people is people. People need some humanity right now. Just like you said, that's that's what's needed right now. It's it's not about which class you in. At the moment, some people just genuinely need help. Yeah, I feel bad. Like my father, my father's sixty-six years old. You know what I mean, I just lost. Y'all know I just lost my great my grandmother a couple of months ago, but she was ninety-five. You know what I mean, those people, I feel bad for them. Like, I went to when this first started. I went to Walmart before everything got really, really bad. And I would see older people walking around with masks and gloves, and like people just walk like walking around and like get away from me. And you know what I mean? Like, right? What's the point? Yeah, like shit. I had a scare with um, my grandfather, and like he's stubborn as fuck. It is what it is. Like he used to going to play his numbers. He used to going doing his little one two thing as far as going to the little local casino spot. Spending a little time there. That's his day. Yeah. That's 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 his day. Like he literally that's him going out being active. That's what he does. And then he comes home and he sits and he watches the TV for the rest of the day. So to take that from him is a lot. And he didn't want to sit down. And God bless him, like you 85, but you got diabetes too. Mm-hmm. So when I got woke up out of bed, 
like the ambulance coming to get him, like my mind went all the way left. Yeah, yeah. And it was just, a, it was literally just a situation with his insulin. Like his sugar level and all of that had had, had dropped. But that in itself is just scary at this point. Like normal circumstances at this point is just just scary. Like a regular sneeze is yeah. scary at this point. A regular like I have allergies. I'm allergic to pollen like a motherfucker. So a regular cough, me waking up with a sore throat in the morning, that's that's normal to me. That's scary to other people. Yeah. Another way that we had to adjust. A lot of you know, listeners know, around the first week of April, I normally go to Bambadon. There's no Bambadon this year. <laughs> like, Bambadon had to be shut down because of all this. My cousin Bam, who's DJ, one of the DJ in South Carolina, throws so a festival every year for his birthday. He invites all of us. We actually, the podcast can't make plans to go there this year. But... Because of this, he had to cancel Bamadon. He hit, his birthday was yesterday. He hit me up yesterday. He was like, hey, man, Bamadon's over, so I can't. We'll do it whenever. And I'm like, Bamadon's over, man. Like, things change. Like, we've all had to adjust to the new normal as it was. Like, for me, getting up and I'm fortunate enough where I can work from home for my real job. Like, I do IT, so I just log in my computer and I'm here. Right. Like, like Scan was saying, she's an essential worker. A lot of people, my, my baby sister's an essential worker. She's a nurse. Like, the new normal is getting up and going to this place. And, like, some of the stories my sister's told me, and I have other friends that are nurses, the things they're going through, um, I applaud them, man. Like, I know my temper and my temperament, I can do half the things they're doing. And there's been, there's been viral videos of nurses there's one nurse that was crying because she was um, assigned a corona, the corona floor, but she has like medical, she has a history of where like her health wasn't that good. Like she recovered from cancer and like, it, it's a lot of stuff going on. We see these viral stories of people right. doing what they got to do because this is the new normal. This, this is something no one planned for. Um, and we're all adjusting the best way we can. About to say, we not are, are we getting into the conspiracy theories this episode, or are we gonna hold off? That might be a whole episode because there's a thousand. Because <laughs> no. I know you got some, and oh, yeah. I damn sure got some. Yeah, yeah. What's the I conspiracy mean, theories? Oh, yeah. I got plenty. I got I, plenty for this shit. I bet. So, so next episode, we conspiracy theory. Can we, we do can definitely? I mean, yeah, we can break it down on what the what the agenda is, or what we think our our private each uh, opinion yeah. is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm with it. I'm so with it. I just had this conversation the other day. Come Absolutely. on. We can talk about how And Uncut Nation, if for any reason we cannot air the next episode or the next episode never comes, you know the fuck why. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've all said way too much. We can talk about the whole 5G thing. We can talk about the the plan to repopulate the Caucasian population. We can talk about like I, I got some conspiracies. Oh, oh, so so that means we going in we going into uh the 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 shit they're not leaking from China because they're not reporting the right numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh going into the Trump administration as far as that if can't nobody vote, he automatically is gonna be that, in office. That one too. So um the, I mean the, shit. Um, do, 
do we even want to touch do we even want to touch on the martial law shit the curfews um the nationwide bands um look man i'm like hey <laughs> there's a couple we have to talk about because that's, that's all we're, we're there we're at that point like hey this might not be conspiracy no more this is what's happening right, it's happening now right now look i tell you i watched that movie outbreak the other day and i saw that shit i was like see see Look, it's exactly what's happening right now. It's just look, not as severe in the hospital, but still the hospital is a mess. Nobody knows what this is. They don't have no fucking cure. People are just falling. I'll tell in. you this. Come on, I'll man. tell you this. I've literally had a gun fetish since I was a kid. Like the operation of them, shooting, marksmanship, all of that. Since I was a kid. So I have a custom firearm that I've been working on since like the end of December, beginning of January, I went to talk to them about it this weekend. They told me their whole inventory is gone. See? The whole gun store, their inventory is gone. They had one nine millimeter left in inventory. So that should let you know what type of situation is about to be? One of my homeboys that like loves firearms the same way as me. When we got to talking about this back in February, first thing I said to him: make sure your gun's clean and you stocked on ammo. And he said, "You think it's really gonna get that real?" I said, "Yep." I said because people who have not adequately prepared are gonna do what's necessary. Mm-hmm. I said, so if you've adequately prepared, what makes you think somebody not going to try to run up in your shit? I think the crazy thing about all this, and we're we're getting reports that the president or whatever knew about this back in November, but brushed it off like, oh, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. Like, Oh, it was not, not even just him. It was getting brushed off even still in February. At the beginning of March, it was still getting brushed off. Yeah, he, I, I've seen press conferences where he like, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to put, it's going to do this and it's going to do Yeah. No, I trust, I trust the people that I know. Mm-hmm. I trust the people that are not going to tell me a lie that reach out because they are genuinely concerned about my well-being and my family's well-being and vice versa. So... And then just also, I pay the fuck attention. Yeah. Like, bottom line, most of the conversations that I had with people that was just like, they, they even had any, a tidbit of more information than I had, I was still on the same page with them. I was already there because I was paying attention. Right. right. It was funny that as soon as the school, as soon as the schools closed for two weeks, look, that Saturday morning, I went and stocked up for 30 days, minimum. Like like we was talking about prior to. It was like, I went ahead and stocked up. Mm-hmm. Everybody like, oh, you tripping. It's not about to be that bad. Okay, y'all keep being fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's about to be that See, bad. I didn't go crazy, but I made sure that I had what I needed. And that yeah. if I needed exactly. anything else, it'll be something small and minute and nothing crazy that I really got to go running all over the place for. You know what I mean? I'll Make be honest. Crazy. This really not a big adjustment to my normal lifestyle, except the people portion. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Cause yeah. I order groceries anyway. You know what I'm saying? I I get my laundry. I order. My, like, I'm an automated person anyway. Y'all know me. I'm an introvert. I stay in the house all day. It don't matter to me. Yeah, like uh, uh, like me and you was joking. Where like <laughs> when you you an introvert and they call in a quarantine and that's your regular day to day life. Like every day to be. Yeah, nope. like I'm good in the house. Yeah. I still in that. Look, my main concern was to make sure that I was stocked up for my boys. Mm-hmm. And that that was it. Like I bought stuff for thirty days. When in actuality, looking back at it, I went beyond thirty days just because of how I how shit gets stretched. But see, for me, the fortunate thing is because it's just me and my daughter here. Like I bought a bunch of stuff, but we're we're fine. Like we don't eat a bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? I think drink we drink more more than. Anything. But other than that, we're pretty. Good. I, I I drink more. <laughs> Uncut, I'm pretty sure Uncut Nation knows the libations. We good on food. <laughs> how, much, how much is the cabinet stock, though? <laughs> What's funny is I was watching the special and they were saying what, what Corona what it does is it crystallizes the music in your lungs, which makes it hard to degree. People attempt. When I saw that, took me to the whole. Exactly. He had said, "Mucus is the cause for disease." You stop the mucus, you stop the disease. Right. So I, I really start thinking like, you got the mucus out your body because if, if that's what Corona does, crystallizes the mucus in your lungs. Yep. And because of that, you can't breathe and you die. Then get the mucus. Doctor said was right the entire time. <laughs> the entire right. time. In any personal research that I've done, I have not seen an area where he was incorrect. And shout out to Nick Cannon for continuing on. I I love the fact that he picked up the baton for the marathon to keep that portion of it running. And that's that's genuine. Like if you can eliminate certain effects that cause viral effects, diseases, why wouldn't you? Right. Like case in point, I use myself for example. I decided to do something this year that I've never done was participate in Lent. I'm not Catholic, but I decided to participate in Lent. Mm -hmm. I noticed that certain aches in my body after a certain amount of time without any alcohol in my system because that's what I gave up for Lent was alcohol. Okay. So I noticed certain aches in my body just went away. Uh-huh. The mucus buildup in the morning when I would have to blow my nose and me having to spit and cough and all of that, that it's went away. Mm-hmm. All of that instantly went away. Soon as we got quarantined and I got bored... <laughs> Look, I'm being as transparent, as candid, as honest with y'all as I can be. Like, mm-hmm. I was I was without for a whole month. I was feeling good. Right. Killing. Soon as soon as dude was just like, I right, for real, for real, you can't go out and do nothing. It was just like, shit. Have you not noticed that tends to be the thing for everyone, though? Because I even started drinking a little more than usually. 
And, and I'm not a big drinker. Like, I like wine, but I'm not a big drinker anymore. I'm a social drinker. Don't get me wrong. If I go out somewhere, I may have a beer or two. Or if I know I'm going to be somewhere that I can stay the night, maybe I'll drink a little more. You know, still don't right. like to get shit-faced. You know what I mean? But since this has started, I'm not going to lie. I have, I have drank a lot more. And it doesn't help. My girlfriend just keeps a bottle. Because, you know, she's already quarantined before me. See, I still go to work and then come home. And then she's ready for me when I get there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in the I'm coming to your crib now. We're going to kick it now. And I'd be like, okay, that's just what that is then. But, and that's not to put the blame anywhere because, you know, you're really still over the control of yourself. But being stuck in the house, it does still affect like your psyche, like you still in the crib, not doing yeah. nothing. You like got to find things to keep yourself busy, which I will say one of the things that I've tried to look at this in a positive manner is this to be the time that people should also really figure out what they like to do since they're home. You know, I'm not saying that you're not still working when you're at home, but you have access to way more time that I feel like compared to when you're in the building working because people kind of need more on-site attention. And like for me, for instance, being an administrator, reporting, that's not really like a thing right now. I still got to do it, but that's not their focus right now because of everything else that's going on. So the time and need of stuff that needs to be done, it gives you a little bit more free time to do stuff. So I recommend that people just try to figure out what you like. You know, if you used to like to write, write some more. You know, take some extra time to write. If you like to do music, then work on some music. If you like to paint, then paint. If you like to draw or make shit, then then do that. Yep. I think it would be a good time for people to take, like, a better look at themselves and see what they're really into. If you don't know what you're into, then fucking take a course. That's like, nice. take a certification. Certifications are actually really cheap, and they are just as good as you having a college degree, believe it or not. A lot of places would like to see what certification you have before they even give you a job, based off you just having a degree that you haven't even done anything yet. yet. You know what I mean? That's key. I think, I think for me, honestly, I think I've become more social. Like, I'm more active on social media now. Like, before, you know, I just, I lurk and like shit, and, and I'm out. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually talking to people. Because I don't talk to anybody. <laughs> I've been out all day. It doesn't bother me. Um, I think I play my I play my games a little more, like a little Xbox, a little PlayStation. I watch more movies. I just bought a um uh so man, I bought an Android box, and it doesn't work. I try to program it doesn't work. Uh, took forever to get here. I was so mad about that. Um, so what would you say? Would you say you're more productive or less productive? I would say I'm more productive, but more productive with different things. Like if I focused on one thing, then I'll probably get that thing done immediately. But now I'm like, okay, let me try this. Let me try this. Let me try this. Let me try this. Right. You have time to do things now. Right. 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 So you try more and more things. Like they honestly, gas. that's another thing. They will gas. You ain't driving nowhere. Definitely save on gas. Like I, on honestly, work I my tank up. Before all this started, let's let's say that was I don't know, first week of March or so. Yeah, I haven't done it. I haven't filled it up since. 
<laughs> I don't. I draft like every couple of days. I draft. Right. You have to go start my car just so it won't stop because you know how cars get if you don't drive them for a while. They, they act up. I will say I probably shop online a little more. I got you, G. I, I do shop online a little more, which I, I got to cut myself out of that because I'm buying stuff I don't need. <laughs> I'm definitely buying shit I don't need. Because now you can't go to the store and buy shit. Yeah. Um, if you do, it's more like grocery stuff. Yeah. But then again, some stores are still open that you can get a little more stuff, but not the stuff that you really want. <laughs> yeah, who goes to, like, like right now, the only time I leave the house is if I'm going to shop is grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. I really, like I said, I, I go to get some food early in the morning, but I come right back. I don't go out just be out anymore. I will say I, I need a haircut. <laughs> I definitely need a haircut, but. Right. For a woman's part of that, I'm glad that my hair is I think a lot of people's. And I ain't got to do shit uh, with it. And I don't have to go get my nails done because I have natural nails too. So I don't have to be concerned with that shit. I do my own damn eyebrows. I only get my eyebrows waxed maybe, what, once every two, three months. So about time this shit's done, it'll be time for me to go back. And I can deal with that. Other than that, I'm straight. I don't have to worry about that extra shit. Yeah, I don't. I think that's really it. Um, but my, my my beard is finally growing in, right? Finally. So scan stop joking on me. My beard's connected. I ain't say none. It's connected. <laughs> so is that a thing? The barbershops are closed too? And no barbers open up? Yeah, barbershops and salons, like, you know, hair and nails and all, they're closed too. Like, um, I know a lot of barbers are coming to the houses and doing it. Well, Guys, this will be a time for you to teach yourself how to own, fix your own damn beard and shape up. Yeah, yeah I'm letting my beard grow, so I'm letting it grow. I, just, I, I, could, always, I could always do my own beard. I'm I'm good with, you know, my own shape up and my beard and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to fade. And any incarnation, anybody who knows what my hair looks like right now, <laughs> if I fuck up my fade, is. <laughs> it's that's like done your That's what he looks like. Side the whole shit gotta go. Yeah, you, you look one wrong move. Yo, my side Bobby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a fact. That it is. Look, we mentioned Dr. That's- Seth, and um, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of days ago, yeah, days ago was that one year anniversary of Nipsey's um death, and with that, Nick released a trailer to his Dr. Sebi documentary. Mm-hmm. So I'm really interested in seeing it. I'm, I'm like you said earlier, G. I'm really proud of Nick for picking up the time, continuing the marathon, as we said. But I really want to see the entire movie. Um, I think yeah. now, right now, while everybody's at home, it's a good time to release. If you're going to, you know, release like a streaming platform, this is a perfect time to do that because we're all at home. We want you to watch. I can't say how many times I've had. Watch stuff on TV just because just to watch that. This is a yeah, because I'm wondering when he's actually going to release it. Uh, what platform he's going to release it on? Because uh, at this point, it's not like you can go to a theater and watch it, so it has to be put on a streaming platform. But I'm I'm wondering how many platforms is going to be accepting of that type of information. The question I have, I feel like Nick has, does he have his own streaming platform? I'm not even sure. I, I don't know him to have his own streaming platform, but 
I don't think it's out of his reach at all. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'll be the first to admit, I'm not the biggest Nick Cannon fan. Well, I'm not. Nick's my guy. Cause he's Play period, play. bottom line. <laughs> Nick's my guy. Nick's been my guy. I'm not trying to play him. I'm not trying to play him. I'm not trying to play him. I'm not trying to play him at all. But I don't feel like me and like me and Nick would be like the oh, best yeah. of friends. It's not because of any situation like business, man. I just feel like, you know, me and him, we into different shit. I might see him as corny or he might see me as corny. But I respect I respect his intellect. I respect his his business savvy, his like how he conducts himself with a lot of shit. Like Nick has let a lot of shit go in the public eye and a lot of people was just like, nah, you need to respond, you need to fire back. And his whole thing was for what? Right. For what? Some shit you you know what? Sometimes like, sometimes yeah, like, it's okay to just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Definitely. It's okay. It's all right. It's not, you know, you yeah, don't have to respond and I, to I agree. You don't have to respond to everything. And I think that's where I had to learn a lot of shit. Yeah. Because I I respond to, to some shit. Some it's shit that he do. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's me. Like yeah. some shit that I was just like, oh shit, Nick about to say something. And he ain't say nothing. I'm just like Huh. <laughs> My uncle taught me a long time ago, man. You don't have to be invited to. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. It's it's a lot of shit that you don't have to respond to. And that's why I'm being as transparent as, as I am. Like, I don't know everything. I truly don't. Shit. Nick a billionaire. Some shit I would have responded to. That could have fucked up a whole revenue stream. Not even for me, for the kids or whatever. Right. So I say all that to say I respect him picking up the baton. I appreciate him picking up the baton for the marathon to continue. Yeah. And from what I saw from the trailer, I cannot fucking wait to see it. And to go back to what you were saying, Wade, as far as when I asked about what platform he's going to put it on, this would be the perfect time to put a platform yeah. on out. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. I feel like he does, but maybe he doesn't. Maybe it's just me thinking forward. I feel like he has his own platform. Nick Cannon has a, a whole platform for a while now that he's introduced certain people in that now have a career or had a career that they were working on and that was the spark that jump started it. So I don't ever want y'all to feel like I'm playing down Nick whatever. Nick's my guy. From time to time is just like <laughs> No, I mean like I, we, I, gonna, we gonna have a conversation he gonna do something or I'm gonna do something Listen, a lot of people don't get along with different <laughs> reasons. Um, he's been called corny or whatever, but right. you know, shit, I've been called corny, I guess. You know what I'm saying? So it don't bother me. He's from he the town. Busy, you know what I'm saying? Get busy. Nick, Nick, get fucking busy. Yeah, and his, his, his um, he's on the sniper list. I've been told, like his his um, his resume is impeccable. I've been told. 
what? How did you hear something like that? I, you know, I hear things, you know, word on the curve. Look, 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 scan, scan, you talking to Percy Theory rates. <laughs> and so you're saying that's, that's the case? I mean. So you heard that basically Nick be handling the business in the bedroom? Is that what you trying to tell me? Companion. <laughs> where did that go? Where did that go? How did... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that was. But I've heard his choice and companions are companionable. And if we look at the resume, we look at um, what Christina Milian. We look uh, at um, his selection. Yeah, his selection of women. Christina, Mariah, cool. gotcha. um, Amber. Um, I mean, his resume is impeccable. And that's the ones we know about. Shit, Nick is cute. Ain't nobody say he was ugly. He just and can't I'm, really rap. I'm a dude, so. <laughs> He can't really, really act either. You know, Drumline was dope, but that's about it. I don't really remember any other movie he's done. Um, but I love his, his wild out show. And I have to agree with G. I just feel like there's certain things that you would expect him to respond to. He doesn't. But I'm not mad at him for not responding to it either. Because I am one of those people who believe in sometimes you just don't need to say nothing. You know what I mean? Because we spend too much time explaining shit to people who don't really give a fuck anyway. They believe what they believe, and that's it. So no matter what you say to them, whether it's the truth or not, they've already made their mind up. Exactly. So I got to give him respect for that. Exactly. Some people who can't do that, like when we talked a couple episodes ago about how Nikki and, and freaking, what's his name, were going back and forth on fucking Twitter. Meek Mill. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Some shit was just should have been left unsaid. Y'all did not have to do that on the timeline. Even yeah. though we clearly know you guys did it for a reason, but yeah. still, it was stupid. That was the dumbest yeah. reason ever. Yeah. Y'all could have done that a totally different way. Very true. Um, let's see. Because of all this, we talked about earlier things being pushed back. It was recently announced that um, Marvel Studios, you know, all of those comic book fans, they pushed all their movies back at least six months. Yeah, because they can't record. They can't do nothing. They can't, they can't produce. They can't well, produce. I think Black Widow, which was done, was supposed to be released this month. They pushed that back into November. Um, a lot of people, the movie, I think Onward, that movie, is released straight to Disney Plus. Um, the movie Bloodshot. There's a couple of movies that came out in theaters, closing in theaters. I thought it being released straight to, to uh, streaming network. You can start to see this adjustment happening. And I think they're forecasting it to happen for a while. Because I don't think you make that move unless it's going to be done. It's going to be a while. Right. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I know, that's why I said I don't think people really grasp the change that's really about to happen or the things that, that's going to trickle from this. You know what I mean? They're only thinking about now and how we're going to be quarantined for only a certain month. Okay, so think about how we're going to have to get back on track. Yeah. Like, all these people have to transition back into work. You know, this is, these are things that are not being bought, money that's not being spent. You know, all that stuff is going to affect us somewhat down the line. That's just like, how did you just pull all this money out their ass and just going to give to everybody? Right. You just pull this money out. I promise you next year, we're going to be filing this shit on our damn taxes. Yeah. yeah. We're paying that money back. One way or another, that money is going back. <laughs> I think 30 years from now, we're going to look back at 2020 as a lot of demarcation. We're going to look at that. This is the year that everything changed. Yep. Like when the shit is fucked up, people like you. 
Because what happened in 2020? Remember that shit in 2020? That's why. Like, right, right. Changing right now, and we're living it. Right. I, I definitely told uh, one of my co-hosts for uh, the other show, Sweet Talk, I was saying the same thing. I said, you know, it's just crazy how this is going to be part of some type of history again. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we never thought, and it, think about it, we always made jokes about how in Asia they were always walking around with masks and shit all the time. And yeah. they were already doing that before the virus even popped off. Yeah. Okay, and that was because of the, don't get me wrong, because of the air, you know, and it's overpopulated, so and all that driving and all this shit. So, you know, that's another problem with the breathing. But now we're kind of doing the same thing for a different reason, but now the United States and other countries at that are having to completely stop everything and separate people. Like, it's bugged out to hear commercials Commercials are based around social distancing. Listen, I was watching um, Investigation Discovery, and he had a whole PSA about social distancing. Like, it's really what our life has become now. This is this is becoming the new normal. Yeah, like this is a new thing to promote staying away from each other, and I get why. But that's why I said we need to do a conspiracy theory show. We definitely will. We because definitely will. once I break down my thoughts about how this shit's rolling out and the concepts of it, you'd be like, yo, yeah, that's a good fucking point. <laughs> like, this, it just, just goes, it ties into everything. Can't anybody complain about not getting paid enough no more as teachers, right? Because now you're not going in the building to do no work. All the kids are at home with their parents. Can't complain about not getting paid enough no more. Right. Everything, everything is changed. Like it's a couple of conspiracies that are out there that this is affecting directly. Like I said, the whole repopulation thing. How all of a sudden there's a shortage on condoms? How you have a shortage? How do you have a shortage on condoms? Right. Well, maybe because they know people are in quarantine and they're doing a lot more fucking. Yeah, but if you know that, then you make more of them. Why are you saying, hey, we were running out? So No, because they weren't prepared. They weren't prepared that people were going to start fucking like rabbits. I don't know why they didn't think that. But then again, here's another thought. We all know that the planet is overpopulated. Mm-hmm. Okay? The planet Earth is not going to get better. Not if we completely did a 360 of how we live on a regular basis, which we know will not happen, right? right? You can't get everybody on the same page on the planet Earth. You just can't, let alone 10 people in a fucking group. You're telling people now to stay less than 10 people, and they still don't listen. They're still running around having barbecues and shit with 30, 40 fucking people in the yard. (laughs) Okay, so that's a prime example. People don't like to follow directions. They want to do what they want to do. They don't give a fuck. So what way... Is there other than releasing something to get people to fucking pass? Like, <laughs> yeah, blame it on something else. Like, a friend of mine made a joke and said that 007, he fucked up. 007 fucked up this time. He's the one who got popped before he stopped the virus from being released. But you know, it's funny. We laugh at that, but I really think this is not a virus, like a chemical war. What if this is like the, the start of chemical warfare? Biological warfare, like yeah, 
That's not, you know, that's not unbelievable, unfortunately. There's more than one way to start a war. I haven't really thought about that. Time, technology, science, chemistry, you, you know, they think of any type of way to be able to do something and get away with it and have an explanation. Do you know what I mean? And still complete whatever agenda that they have. But, you know, once again, I'm not saying that this isn't serious and you shouldn't take it serious because I'll be the first person to tell you, stay away from each other yeah. at this point. Because in reality, it is what it is. It's still something that's coasting around and people aren't sure how it's really even passing at this point because people are catching it even if they're around people who don't have it. Yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. we don't have a cure. Now they're asking people to be test dummies. Who's going to really want to do that? Except the people who are already sick. Yeah. There's another conspiracy theory. What if they just make people sick on purpose just so they can test an antidote? I mean, <laughs> at this point, this can go in so many different directions. And it's not unbelievable. But that's not, I mean. I think that's the crazy part. That none of this is, um, none of this you say like, nah. Like, no. Nah. No, no, no. Because we as society have gotten smarter as well. Not everybody. But the majority, I can say at least, the majority have gotten a little smarter about how the upper level operates when it comes to those types of things. Right. Right. Parents are real, real funny now about vaccines. You know, they're real particular about where they have their, what schools the kids go to, what they learn. The, we started paying attention more to what's really happening around us. Right. So it's not as easy to just get people to volunteer or another way for to test something other than doing it like it's, something that they didn't know was coming yeah that and that feeds into the whole 5g thing like that's yep. all these things like you said before we're not as i don't know if smart we're not as accepting as you you know use the back day the government says i'm like okay well the government says that's like nah man that don't make sense okay right. <laughs> we think for ourselves that we're, we're capable of independence and we're exercising I can tell you, I see people, my neighbors, what, last weekend, week before last, they had a cookout. I was just like, y'all look crazy. crazy to me. <laughs> y'all look crazy. What are y'all doing? It's like they had a cookout. <laughs> you just press the button, Sam? <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to get the damn chat up. <laughs> but I do want to say, um, Duncan Nation, thank y'all for working with us in this. I know everyone's going through something. We're all trying to make the best of a bad situation. And as often as I criticize us people for it, um, I think that's one of the strengths of black people. We are all, we often are asked to make the best of a bad situation. I get y'all back to y'all every day, show y'all love. Uh, I've gotten I've gotten notes and messages from people saying they listen to every episode of the podcast. Because at one point I was I was gonna just let this go until we get back to the city. Right. Actually, I got an email from some people that were like, "Hey, what's going on with the podcast? What's this? What's this?" And I was like, "Well, people are looking for it." You know, right. let's go ahead and, and try, try to do something. 
So definitely let us know what y'all think about this. If y'all want to keep doing it, because I think this is a viable option. It's definitely a cheaper option. <laughs> yeah, and for right now, you know what I mean? Like, due to the circumstances, I mean, this is just what it's going to have to be at this point. But yeah, definitely give some type of feedback and tell us what you guys think. Um, sound, so on, you know, things of that nature. We're doing our best with, with the circumstances. <laughs> Definitely, we're, we're trying to make it work, make it do what it do with what we got. Right. Making the best there, the bad situation. I think we will do this. Let's go ahead and go with the song of the week. You want to go ahead and go with that? Um, yes. <clears throat> so, I'm going to be honest, I'm not really sure how to pronounce <laughs> this, this <laughs> group's name. Um, but, the name of the song is Eyes Wide Open. Uh, the reason why I picked this song is because if you pay attention to the words, it's actually talking about how we as a society don't really learn from our mistakes or are really paying attention to the things that we know could change the world, change how we treat each other, change like, you know, epidemics or pandemics that happen. Um, so yeah. It's basically just talking about we just walked that plank with our eyes wide open. Yeah, I say I want to say it's goat gay, but I'm not god gay. I don't. Know. Yeah, see, <laughs> I wasn't even gonna try it. I was I wasn't gonna try it. All right, but here's scan song of the week called Eyes Wide Open. <laughs> Circumstances, I felt like this was a good pick. 
into something different. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. It was a little different. I like it. It was cool. I like it. Nice little little different. Nice little vibe. Normally, this is where G Light comes on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't know what happened. Don't know what happened. what I can say, um, some things I know the streamer he probably he's probably going to mention is on um, the weekend dropped his album After Hours. He also dropped the deluxe edition that I'm still listening to. Um, a lot of came out since we last did an episode. Um, so we got the weekend. We got um, Jay Electronica and Jay Z album finally dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janae, I never pronounced her name right. Janaeko, y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, she dropped her album, Columbia. Um, Jadakiss dropped his album, Ignatius, PJ Morton. Um, a lot of music's come out. Um, Meg dropped her Sugar release because I heard it's not an album, it's just a project, so I can't call it an album. I don't okay. know. Um, a lot of projects came out, a lot of music. Uh, I'm still, I'm actually still listening to The Weeknd. I'm a huge Weeknd fan. Mm-hmm. Does he, so is he depressed again? Yes, it's great. Okay, so that means his songs are going to be wonderful. Great, yeah, great music. Gotta have to press Great music. Okay, that's, I, that's not to say that I, I I prefer him to be depressed, but when he makes music, I do prefer him to be depressed because I feel like he really puts a lot of heart into it. Then, but then when he doesn't have anything to pre- be depressed about, his music's kind of boring. That's what I, <laughs> people are saying that about Janae's album. It's like because she's happy and in love. Her album is not that good right now. A lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say that online. Yeah, kind of boring. Yeah, I haven't sat and listened to it yet, but um, I do have Janae's album. I'll check it out. I think the funny thing for me with music right now is a lot of times I listen to music in the car. Mm -hmm. Music or listen to other podcasts in the car, but because I'm not in the car as much, I don't listen to as much. So I have to find a new way to listen to and consume music. Um, But trying to get G up here, but hey, I think that's open. Um, <laughs> I think that's everything. Well, there you go. Here he is. G. So, G Live here. What do you have streaming for us this episode, G? This is a little long. I'm going I'm to touch on key points. Okay. Let's speak. Mm-hmm. Ayanya, I think that's her, her name is pronounced. Uh, for your love, Kamiya got it made. Past some things that y'all, I'm pretty sure most of Uncut Nation know is out. Um, like Janae Aiko, uh, Meg the Stallion, Joel Santana, uh, Jada. Kiss. So, uh, I think the weekend was after World Knows J Electronica finally dropped the fucking project. So, let's see. Shout out to Gambino. Forgot about that. Donald one. Glover presents. Uh, let's see. Jonah. Yeah. See Reyes. Before Love Came to Kill Us Deluxe Version. Jeezy 2020 Pyrex version, uh, J Teaser, Teaser, uh, Tank, While You Wait, 
Slim Thug, Thug Life, Frank Ocean, uh, Dear April, and Kayenda, uh, Conway the Machine, and the Alchemist, Lulu. I'm looking forward to listening. Yeah. Uh, Rod, Pray for Love, Kayana, Lady, Kiki. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Stogie T, The Empire of Sheep. Given, Given, Given. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but take time. Uh, Gashi. Cabin Fever. The meantime, in between time, that's gotten released. I'm looking forward to hearing a lot. Um, it's funny. I was scan was talking about earlier how commercials are like advertising that whole um no contact thing that's like a part of the advertising like i noticed that with so many commercials these days everybody's like no no contact y'all no contact. right yeah it's all over the place on the radio when you ride down the interstate it says something about no traffic practice social distancing i'm like damn like i gotta see it everywhere now i feel like i'm gonna start seeing zombies walking on the interstate this is the walking dead i'm telling y'all this is the walking dead i've been saying that ever since i started this is this is the end game we're in the end game now. It's happening. That's all it is. We make light of the situation, y'all, but um, honestly, everyone be safe. Um, as I always said, I want to thank the creator for getting us to you and you to us. Uh, we don't know what's going to, what's going to bring. Uh, I invite you all to check us out on social media. Um, once you can contact with, with any of us on the show, of course, go to the Words of Way um, on all platforms. Uh, wordsofway.com is still available. It's up there. You can check that out. Um, scan, um, you're still doing your pod in the during your time, correct? Yes, we are. Um, we just released this last Friday. Um, and we're still rocking on Facebook and IG and Twitter, Three Sweet Talkers. Um, it's the same thing. We did drop an episode, um, or we're going to be dropping an episode, uh, talking about, you know, what's going on right now and, you know, try to keep it really basic at this point. Uh, but the good thing about doing the podcast stuff, uh, we have the ability to still keep recording. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and now you have a new workers. <laughs> <laughs> um, all we're trying to do, y'all, is um, give y'all an outlet to escape for a while. I know a lot of this episode we talked really about what's going on with our lives and how we're coping with the virus, and we want to hear from you guys too. So feel free to hit us up on social media, hit me up, for the way blog. Hopefully next week we'll have a, a, a semblance of a normal show. Uh, we're kind of getting used to how this is. This has become the new normal. So, yeah, unfortunately, this 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 probably gonna go on for a while. So mm-hmm. work with us, and we will work with you, and we'll keep you with all this content. There's gonna be audio issues. There's gonna be <laughs> all types of issues. We're gonna try to do our best to work through it and persevere, like we are known to do. Uh, so, any-
anything else we get out of here, Pam? Um, no, other than pretty much the same thing. Just be safe. You know, take precautions. I'm not telling people to panic. Um, definitely don't live in fear either. Um, I don't know if people don't realize that when the mind is under stress, so will the body. If the body's under stress, as they stated, you definitely don't want to be in a position where you're more capable of maybe catching this virus that's going around just because your body's under a lot of stress just because of the situation at hand. You know, just take your everyday precaution. Wash your hands, use hand sanitizer. You know, make a face mask if that makes you feel more comfortable. Don't be around a bunch of people. And if you do want to spend time with someone or with people, make sure you keep them in very, very small circles. And just rinse and repeat. That's all we can really do right now. And I wish the best to everybody's families. Well, I hope everyone's family stays safe. Mm-hmm. Practice social distancing. Yes. That's the word we're doing. Yeah, as social distancing. Like I'm saying it so much, I can't even say distancing anymore. Right. <laughs> that was that. That that word that phrase was in our was in our vocabulary last year. And now I think, um, uh, my normal lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, you. Is <laughs> anything you want to say before we get out of here? Wash your hands. Stay woke. <laughs> I need to say stay woke because I feel like it's a cliche. The funny thing is when this first started happening, the first thing I could hear, I grew up with a bunch of older black men. So the first thing, anytime something will go wrong with my dad, it could be anything. His first response to anything is, you know what you do? You need to wash your ass. <laughs> anything. You need to wash your ass. That's wrong. You need to wash your ass. <laughs> and that's, that's why I keep hearing in the whole thing. Like, when you got Corona, you need to wash your ass. That's wrong. <laughs> like, everything is just that. So that's, that's the funny part about it. Like everything, you just wash your hands. You need to wash your hands. You need to wash your Be clean, everybody. Cleanliness is next to God. I sound just like my dad right now. <laughs> but until next show, and we're going to try to do these on a regular basis again, try to get on some semblance of normalcy. Um, I know I know I had to hit y'all with the whole unset thing, but considering this is our special episode, I'm just going to say, um, in the words of what, Donnie Simpson, take care of yourself. And each other. We'll catch y'all next show. All right?